Know your neighbor. It's not asking much. Simple, humane, and we'd like to think a logical approach. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Know Your Neighbour is a platform for constructive but brutally honest discussion on varying perspectives of race relations. We're approaching it in a simple way, by having a conversation about it, allowing perspectives that oppose our own, and listening to understand. The aim? To know your neighbour. This simple gesture should be better for us all. Team. Hi, my name is Keenan Carlsa. I'm a South African currently living in the United Kingdom. Being outside of South Africa has actually just made me realize more how much I love it. How's it and welcome to all the listeners. Wandi Limatondo here, born and raised in KZN Mlazi, now living in Johannesburg. Trust you guys will enjoy the podcast. And I'm Aubrey Rue, a 32-year-old Afrikaans-speaking white guy living in Cape Town. Public space. Who owns it? Who gets to be honored in it? In today's episode, we delve into a bit of history. We see statues of many figures from our past all around us. Is this a good thing or just another issue that has the ability to divide us? You decide. Enjoy. Public monuments have, uh, have become quite a big conversation point over the, actually for quite a while now, for the past few years. Uh, in South Africa, we've, we've actually had about two years ago, we had quite a few monuments questioned and come down and some had a lot of controversy around them, but ended up not going down. And we want to talk a bit about that. We want to talk about monuments, their place, their role, should they be there, should they not be there, and then also how they, in a way, kind of promote an uh, uh, old god who may have done certain, depending on where you stand on, on like racial matters, may have contributed to prejudices and kind of evils of the past. So, yeah, Wandi Keenan, I'm quite keen to hear your, your thoughts on, on monuments, the role they play, and should we even have monuments? It's a bit of a contentious one. Because um, for me personally, when, when I see a monument, I, I see that as someone that, or uh, um, a person that has like really played a, a big part in history. And for that reason, the statue or the monument goes up um, honoring that person. And I, and I, and I think um, it's, it's, it's a very tricky one because for me, I think it's, it's, it's difficult that, that you get into a situation where some people have, have done good according to a certain section of society and then a, another section of society can like see that person as a total um, as a total uh, bad person or evil person and I, I think like what you're referring to now as well maybe like with Cecil John Rhodes in in many respects like uh, you you could say all the stuff that they did in terms of transforming southern Africa and making it um, a place where there's lots of industry and, and he really liked the mining industry and so forth. He really played a big part in that. But then again, if, if you look at um, some of the other side of history, how he treated black people, how people's land was just taken away, then you can also understand um, how, how people can argue that he shouldn't be honored, really. But um, one thing that I, that I just struggle with is 
is how we go about this because me personally, to be dead honest, I, I've got no idea what the right answer to this is. But I do just think that um you you do need to you do need to kind of almost um equal out how you're gonna how you're gonna honor people because I think the way in which people are honored is a is a is a is a big thing. Because I don't know if you guys know the name escapes me now, but there was a, a statue on the University of the Free States uh, campus as well that was removed recently. But it was just removed and then placed in another um, museum. So to me, that is kind of like the apt way to do this because that figure is always going to be part of history. You can't erase him out of history, right? But now there's a, 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 a more um, apt place was found to honor this figure from the past, which is not like in anyone's, everyone's face and where there's a certain um, narrative that is being followed in a museum. Sorry, I forgot to mention that a certain narrative that is being followed in a museum and, and he fits into that narrative but it's not a public space like university which is for everyone where his um his presence can be a bit contentious and so you can you can choose to go delve into that bit of history if you choose to you're not forced to have it in your face every day exactly and, and it's, it's not it's not a like I said, the, the important part of, of that the move to me was there's a narrative to the place where he was placed or there's a museum that, that um, speaks to a certain narrative and he fits into that. So that to me makes sense. But putting it in a public space, you know, <laughs> it's a bit up in the air. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, something that, that I thought of quite a bit around this topic is what is the point of monuments? And well, actually, let me be more specific. What, what, what is the point of statues? And should we even have statues? Because the reason I say that is that we, to this day, put up statues. Um, and in some cases, they are of people. And in some cases, they might be of certain events. And history is important to remember, to know about, so that we can learn about it. At the same time, often I think it could have to do with ego and setting up a certain person's way into the future. Whereas future generations should be able to digest that history, take it in, and then set their own path based on that knowledge, as opposed to being directed by the knowledge of a certain person. So say, for instance, that like Cecil John Rhodes had a certain set of values, by putting up monuments of someone like him, what would the purpose of that be? And I'm trying to understand this even for myself. Is it to, is it for, for the generations to come to say, Cecil John Rhodes was X, Y, Z. We buy into that. We follow that. And basically creating a direction for those who come after them. And then mm. is that direction right? And is it, right for now or is it right forever so what that question raised in my mind is are we putting up what statues are we putting up today and tomorrow 
that might in 100 years from now be questioned and therefore is there a space mm. for a statue or should it not all yeah. be in museums like you say in Keenan where it's encapsulated because I think of the Voortrekker monument in Pretoria um, it's a really like mm. rich story and experience of yes the the kind of the the groot track um but it it tells the story of multiple communities cultures in that story so it, it's a rich piece of history doesn't matter what your background is but like you said it's not forced into your face so you can choose mm. to go dip in there if you want to wendy what do you think Going back firstly to the first question um, and just our overall thoughts on monuments. Like Keenan was saying, I mean, it's, I think it's very tricky. Um, I, for example, in 2011, joined an Afrikaans school, uh, Ur school Hendrik, 2010, Ur school, Ur school Hendrik Favut. So, <laughs> around about the time, <laughs> around about the time, Kid, I'm seeing your poor face there, sorry. <laughs> um, right about the time, there there was a huge sort of outburst at the point in which I joined around the statue, because there was a statue of Hendrik Favut on our on our sports field. Um, just as you enter the school's offices outside, you'd walk past the statue. So, I mean, look, personally, if I'm to be honest, and for whatever reason, that statue to me had no significance. Um, I, I, I've seen it, I had noticed it, but it wasn't something that I picked out on every day that I was at school or anything of that sort. Uh, but in saying that, I can't disregard how I would see it affect other people around me negatively at the same time, you know, um, for whatever reason, be it that maybe parents or a previous generation member or whatever has had some stories to share that have made them feel a certain type of way. Um, but yeah, personally, it, it had no significance. I I guess I just chose not to get caught up in in all the noise around that at that point in time. Mm. But I mean, I guess there was eventually some progress as I believe the statue was taken down, I think about five, six years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um so yeah, I think we all p probably find ourselves in different positions uh, regarding yeah. that. Like I'm saying, for me, it had no significance whatsoever, but I was seeing how it was affecting other school members or whatever the case is. Um, but moving f forward to your next question, Obs, I, I don't, personally, I, I don't see the need... Um, I don't see the need for us to be putting up statues in this day and age. Um, I think, Keenan, what you've said about that museum, for me, is the most sort of logical thing yeah. to go about honoring someone if there's a need to do so. Um, especially, like, a museum represents history, and I do think that would be the perfect place to kind of place such, you know. Because um, it's just too... Like, right, you can put up a statue of an individual, and like you're saying, they could have fitted a particular direction that a, a government was moving at a point in time but is it really accommodating the entire country or not you know which is is the important thing so i don't see the place 
or t the place for it in this day and age. I mean, it, ex it, for an example, if we were to put up a statue of Zuma, there's parts of the country that would lose their minds over such, you know. But reality is, there's a bunch of people that I know for a fact would sort of jump up in joy and celebrate such a thing because they are diehard fans and pure believers and appreciators of whatever he's done, um, whether we perceive it right or wrong, you know. So it just adds a divide, an additional divide in the country, which I don't think is really necessary. Mm. A, a particular uh, video that I that I watched in this past week, I, I remembered that I watched it a while ago and it, it felt relevant. So I went back and watched it again. It's a TED talk um, and a guy, I think it's a British guy, who's Dr. Alan Watkins. Um, and he was a neuropsychologist and he, he talks about like how our, our behaviors are, or they come from a much deeper place than we often acknowledge. So he just to quickly break it down, basically goes, um, so from top to bottom, if behavior is the output that ends up coming out of us or that we do, um, below behavior, there's your thinking. So what you think ends up affecting what you do, but below that, there's how you're feeling. So how you're feeling affects what you're thinking affects what you do. But there's even a deeper level and that is emotion. And a lot of people think, oh, well, in, you're, if someone tells you you're emotional, we often perceive that to be like a bad thing. But it doesn't matter who you are. If you're human, you've got emotions every single second. So right now, if you've, the example is if you've had a sweet to eat, your gut sends a data to your brain to say sugar, which brings about a certain um, feeling, thinking, behavior, and our body uh, like automates that. And how how I thought that might relate to this is so sure there are statues that have gone up from history or historical events or historical people, if those statues weren't there, if, if we try to think positively about statues, if those statues weren't there, would we have had a public um, resistance of that time as much as we have if they weren't there? Or would those systemic problems just have been kind of silently built into our structures and our ways of doing things? It's actually quite nice that there is a physical form that we can go, hey, hold on, that's yeah. egotistical that there is a statue. It represents a time of wrong and things that were done that weren't right. Let's take it down. And that taking down of that behavior which was which came from a certain emotion from a certain group of people could actually be a very powerful move into the right direction what do you guys think um oh that's a that's a deep one i was actually struggling to follow there but uh, i i think i i get what you're saying um i think i think things like um, monuments and, and, and museums it, it does it does um drive you into a certain action that you want to take so from 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 that respect i i i think um 
to what you were saying, if I understand correctly. So what what I'm gathering is that you're saying the fact that the monuments are there, like pushes people towards um resisting. Is is that correct? Yeah. So 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 in in that respect, uh, I I think it does to a certain extent, but also um a monument going up about someone that did something maybe wrong or whatever is not going to really um affect what that person has done already. So I think a monument is not going to have that bigger impact on the kind of resistance that people do put out there against things that are wrong. Because if you think about it, uh, that person has already done everything wrong that he has done. So people would necessarily already have been um, experiencing it. So whether it's going to make a big change in how they, how they resist what he's doing, I, I, I doubt it will have a massive effect because the impact that he has had would already be part of society, in my view. Hmm. So I'm not implying that we should put up more statues in order for these things to be, like, be teared, like, what, torn down later. I've just been thinking about the symbolic kind of-ness of looking at some of those statues being pulled down and these things fall over. It's almost like a symbolic moment of, <laughs> Top let's stop this, you know. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it was it was a side thought. So, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I just when he said that now I I thought of things like, for instance, um the the wall in Berlin. What yeah. what was it called? Yeah, the Berlin Wall. Like that that is like a that is a, a sight in my mind of like wow, change in um in Germany and so forth. But just another thought that I wanted to to raise as well because I think from what we've said now at, at um we kind of like say. The, the time for statues might be over. But if you think about it now, right, if, if we also say that, then then we also say like a, a statue like, for instance, Mandela is uh, could also be something contentious because in our view, in the world's view right now, Mandela is someone that really did an amazing thing for his country, that sacrificed a lot and that is, is deserving of um, uh, a monument such as a statue, right? But like, for instance, say, say just uh, keeping in mind... Um, our train of thought 200 years from now some people might say no mandela was the start of something we don't know how how um future the future is going to play but some people might just argue and and um populism might dictate that um people say no mandela was also someone bad and then his statue gets toppled as well but in in, in my view like i i really like just because of what mandela meant for me personally like he deserves to have that there so i think the this this issue of uh, statues is a really difficult one that I don't know the answer to. <laughs> mm. So so, is there something something in the the broadness of the appeal? Is that what you what you yes, say? Yes, because to to me Mandela like set the whole country free. Even even um he said white people free as well because what he's done is like made he he's made it um he's made it possible for white people to. To experience a new way of thinking, a new way of life, in terms of that um, black people aren't just like you know like um, evil people or whatever or um, uh, subhuman people, like it made made them realize that you you're able to have connections with um, uh, black people, people other other than yourself on a on on the same level. So for me, it's like a hero, man. So I would I, I would want to still see stuff like statues of Mandela somewhere in the world, but then someone else might have a different view. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's exactly that, Keenan, because I think overall he you could argue that he represents uh, a progressive sort of 
part of of our country um but in the same breath again like you might find that there's perhaps white people or Afrikaners or whatever the case is that who's who have felt uh pulled back by the changes which have come with democracy you know so us putting a statue up of him once again now puts them in a position where they're the ones feeling um offended in a way so you can't really win with the statues i i think you know it's just too <laughs> yeah you can't really win if 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 i can play devil's advocate yeah and uh, and throw into the works that if you're julius malema or someone who's a keen supporter of the EFF, they often denounce Mandela as someone who sold out to the white person. Mm. So where does that fit into that upcoming generation and that political party's view? So even though in principle I strongly agree with you, Keenan, um, we don't know where things are going. Mm. and I don't mean that in a scary doom and gloom way. But we just don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a good place to land that topic. <laughs> <laughs> Could we imagine a world without statues? Or would we just be giving in to the cancel culture of the day? We hope this got you thinking too. In our next episode, we look at the phenomenon of cancel culture. So stay tuned and become part of this conversation.